This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I'm your host, William Jackson, and I'm so excited because we have another opportunity to live, learn and grow together. I believe that we go fast alone, but we go further together as a community. When we are connected and surrounded by like minded people magic can happen. We can accomplish so many great things just by being surrounded by people who think on the same frequency as us. When we are surrounded by people that we can tap into the same frequency and our energy, our spirits begin to align in the same direction, we can accomplish great things I can't tell you how many times I've been in an atmosphere and the frequency of the atmosphere rubbed off on me and I began to feel a certain way and I began to think more creatively and I began to get into a space where I felt like I was unstoppable. Have you ever felt that way where you felt like you were unstoppable. Now, when I was a child, I always had this feeling whether the frequency was available to me or not. I just had this thought process that if I felt like I could fly, guess what? I was going to fly. I'll tell you a quick story. When I was young, I had to be no lie around six years old, maybe five And I was one of those who you could not dare to do something because if you dared me, it was about to go down. So I was with my cousin and we were at the house and we were playing around. And for some random reason, I don't even know how we got there, but he dared me to jump off of the porch upstairs of our house. Now, this was no short jump. This was, I think, a two-story house, and the porch was, there was a balcony porch on the top level, and he, for some reason, dared me, I bet you won't, I dare you to jump off of the porch, I dare you to jump off of the roof, and for some reason, it just made sense to me, and I said, you know what, you're absolutely right, I'm going to do that. For some reason, as a five-year-old or six-year-old, that just seems logical. Now, I can't tell you what went through my mind in the moments where I literally climbed up on the ledge of this house and I am staring out into open space and I see the, the probability that this could go wrong. When I'm looking beneath me, I see sticker bushes, I see bricks, I see, if, if, you, if you don't know what sticker bushes are, that's what we used to call them, are those thorny bushes where you could walk in and it feels like literally every single branch was ripping the flesh from your bones. I don't know the technical name for it. We called them sticker bushes for the sake of the story. 
their sticker bushes. So you will look down. I saw the sticker bushes. I saw that there was bricks. I saw that there were many opportunities that this could go left. What if I don't jump right? What if I slip, hit my head on the way down, tumble, bounce off of the bricks and land into the sticker bushes? But none of that crossed my mind. You dared me? Okay, let's go. Because there was something inside of me that just believed that this was a good idea. How foolish was I at five and six years old? So we get outside and I'm standing on the ledge and I am thinking for the split second that, hmm, should I do this? Should I actually jump? And before I could even get to the question mark, I took off mid flight on the way down. Now this jump <laughs> seemed to have lasted about seven minutes, but in all actuality, it was probably two seconds when I jumped and my feet hit the grass, the pain that shot up through every fiber of my being my toes, my feet, my ankles, into my knees, into my thighs, my hips, into my abdomen, into my chest, into my shoulders, and it shot all the way through my hair follicles. I had never felt a pain like this. Now, I know you're probably thinking, where were the adults? Who was watching you? Now, how the house was set up, is that there are multiple rooms and we were being watched, but you know how kids are. You know how to maneuver around the corners and you, you can slip out without being detected. So we slipped out and we slipped over into a side where you couldn't readily identify that we were outside on the porch about to do the most foolish thing in history. I jump, I hit the floor, boom, pain everywhere my eyes hurt it hurt so my thoughts hurt that's how much pain i was in just my my thoughts my conscious my awareness was in pain that's how much pain i was going through and by the grace of god i didn't break any bones but i laid in the grass unable to move and i just knew i was paralyzed I knew that they were going to have to scrape me off of this grass with some life-size spatula because the pain that I just felt was no way, shape, form, or fashion going to be suitable for me to climb back up the steps and make it into the house undetected. So I jumped, I'm laying in the grass, and my cousin comes downstairs and literally picks me up and drags me back into the house because I'm in pain, but I can't tell people what I just did. So I'm going to have to drag my limp body up these steps some kind of way. I'm going to have to military crawl or I'm going to have to just by my teeth, by my toenails, I'm going to have to try to find a way to get back up these steps before someone realizes that I'm gone. We make it back upstairs. We get to the living room, drags me to the couch, 
And I'm laying on the couch in a position that if you just walked in the room, you would think I was chilling. But in fact, <laughs> there was a pain in every aspect of my body. My fingernails hurt. When I blinked, it felt like my body was going to self-implode. I was in pain, but I did not have an awareness that the idea was actually a bad idea. That's how much your frequency or the aspect of how you radiate can affect your decision-making. I was riding on such a high frequency that nothing logical entered into my mind. Everyone approaches life from a different frequency. Everyone. And every single person is affected by frequency. I was doing some research and I found this study that said our bodies and minds are extremely sensitive to a wide range of frequencies in music and in sounds and in our environment. Sound frequencies in music can also affect our hormones and are capable of triggering a release of endorphins, which act as our feel-good chemicals that relieve stress and strengthen our immune system. Frequencies are powerful. That's why music is so incredibly powerful. It doesn't matter what mood you are in. You can put on your most favorite song and you could have had the worst day of your life. And somehow the frequency will enter into your thought process, filter down into your emotions. And then before you know it, you're tapping your foot unconsciously. Your shoulders are shrugging. You're starting to bob your head. You could be frustrated, angry, but you put on the favorite song and then your body starts to respond because the frequency has the ability to alter your hormones and trigger a release of endorphins that act as our feel-good chemicals that relieve stress. Now, in the adverse, if you are frustrated, angry, or hurt, and you put on some aggressive music, there is something else <laughs> that will be triggered in your pursuit of peace, happiness, joy, and purpose. I'll tell myself, when I used to get frustrated or I had a really, really bad day or things were just out of whack where I felt like nothing was going right, that everything seemed to be crashing and burning around me, I would get into the car, usually late at night, and I would put on some aggressive music and I would just drive. Now, as you can imagine... When you're driving in an aggressive state, then everything that you're doing is fast. So I was not in any way, shape, form or fashion abiding by the speed limit. And I paid 
my local government a lot of money unnecessarily. You know, sometimes I wish I could go back and say, hey, since I learned my lessons, um, can I do like a buyback program where you've seen my driving history and maybe you can give me just just a tad bit of that money back? Because I gave you guys a lot. I gave you guys a lot of money because when I was frustrated, I would get into an environment that ignited and began to stir that same frequency. And in my aggressive state and in my angry state and in the places where I was stressed, I was vibrating on a frequency that was conducive for me staying in that state. Frequency itself is so incredibly powerful. I remember a time when my grandmother was in the hospital and there was a moment where for a period of time, she was in almost a coma like state where she was unconscious and she wasn't responsive um, and she was breathing heavy and it looked really bleak. And so we were at the hospital and my grandmother really was my world. She was everything to me. She and I were so much alike. And she was, as you can almost hear the smile on my face when I talk about her, she was just such a phenomenal woman. Uh, I'll give you this free tidbit that she told me some years ago, and it has been the key to me remaining humble my entire life. And then I'll go back to the story. And then we'll talk about why we're here. So I was young and one day she told me, she said, you know what? You are going to do some pretty amazing things in life. You are going to be so great. You're going to accomplish so many great things. People are going to call you from all corners of the world to do what you do. You are incredibly gifted. God has blessed you with so many talents. You're going to be so incredibly successful. People all over the world are going to be rooting for you and chanting your name and calling for you to come on the largest stages to accomplish what you were created to accomplish. Now, I had to be no lie, maybe eight or nine. So I'm hearing this stuff. I might have been a little older. I can't really tell. But I was hearing all of this information. And as a young boy, you can imagine this is making me feel pretty good. And I'm hearing this and she's like, you're so great. And I'm like, yeah, in my mind, because I'm not saying it out loud. And she's like, you're going to be awesome. And I'm like, yeah, in my mind. And she's like, you're going to be great. You're going to do some amazing things. You are going to accomplish things that no one else has ever accomplished. And people are going to praise you. And they're going to tell you how great you are. They're going to tell you how good you are, how awesome you are. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so she says, and when people start telling you how great you are, and I'm like, yeah, how awesome you are. Yeah, how amazing you are. Yeah, I want you to remember one thing. I want you to remember Grammy telling you this one thing, okay? And this I said audibly. Yeah, Grammy, what is it? What do you want me to remember? And she told me, don't believe the hype. Burst my bubble sufficiently. I mean, I was completely deflated. 
She says, don't believe the hype. You are nothing without God. And if you ever get to the place where you start believing the hype of what people are telling you about you, that will be the beginning of your demise. And as you can imagine, it was a very sobering moment. But man, has that stuck with me my entire life. So back to the story. So we're in the hospital and she is unconscious. And my grandmother and I, we had this favorite hymn that we used to sing. And so I was at her bedside and I'm singing songs to her and I'm singing hymns. And if you know anything about hymnals, they have a lot of verses and they have refrains and they're written very intricately. So I'm singing these songs and I'm talking to her and I'm like, okay, Grammy, now you gotta, you gotta help me with this part. You gotta say this part. And I'm singing and I'm singing. And I reached this part where I couldn't remember the words. And I think I cracked a joke and in her unconscious state, her body responded and she literally laughed like a big, deep laugh from an unconscious state and then immediately returned back into the unconscious state. And from that moment, I said, oh, okay, we're good. She's still here. She's still with us. She's still vibrating on a frequency that is open to receive and, and she has not checked out of here. How powerful is that? That in an unconscious state, she was still able to hear the songs and her body unconsciously respond to the frequency. Frequencies are powerful. And my question to you today is, what frequency have you been vibrating on? Because my goal is to get you to operate on futures frequency. Because every season of your life has a frequency. Your past has a frequency, your present, but the future itself has a frequency that if you tap into it in your present, it will begin to illuminate everything inside of you that is necessary to come to the surface for you to accomplish the great things in your future that you were created to accomplish. But in order to tap into future's frequency, we have to rewire how we think and how we operate within our lives. So we're going to take a look at how we can determine if we are operating on future's frequency. The first thing that we have to adjust or be aware of or take note of is our thought postures. What is the posture of your thinking? And I can hear you. Okay, well, what do you mean? The posture of your thinking determines where you are able to think, to dream, to believe, but it also determines where you are able to see. And your sight line determines your direction. You cannot travel in a direction that you are unable to visualize or see. 
And the question now is, are your thought postures high or low? Do you vibrate on a frequency where you are constantly thinking low thoughts? I'll be very honest. I love all people, but I cannot spend too much time around pessimistic people because the thought process is just too low for me. And I understand that a lot of times people are pessimistic because of their experiences, because of the things that they've gone through, because of the tenure that they've been in this season. And when you've been in a season, a low season for so long, the tendency is that you will eventually lower your thinking to the season that you're in. So I don't judge people there, but I just can't stay around that energy. Because if I hang around low thinkers, my thought posture inadvertently will begin to lower. Are your thoughts lower? Are they consistently rehearsing what's happened to you? The the season that you're in, the, the negativity of the things that you are facing? Or are your thoughts higher? I strategically set my thoughts in the morning. What do you mean by that? Set your thoughts. I give my thoughts direction. I don't allow my thoughts to run rampant in whatever direction they desire to go in. I give them direction. I set them higher every single morning. And you got to be strategic about where you set your thoughts. What is the posture of your thoughts? Are they low Are they situational? Do you rehearse the things that are going wrong? Are you a glass half empty? Or do you strategically set your thoughts higher every single day? Because thinking is a skill. A lot of times people actually just maneuver through life and allow their brain to travel in whatever direction it desires to travel. But strategic thinking is a skill. People put it on resumes. People hire for it. People search the world for it. People always want to be around the strategic thinkers because they have the ability to set their thoughts Higher, And when your thoughts are set higher, you have more creativity. You are free to be open to ideas, to perspective. You have a higher perspective. And if you can see higher, you can go higher. And everyone in life wants to go higher. But in order to go there, you have to be able to see there. And in order to see there, you have to be able to think there. So what are the postures of your thoughts? What is your thought posture? Is it high or is it low? The next thing that you got to be aware of are your thought patterns. What are your thought patterns? Because if you go back down your history, your life, your track record, I guarantee you, you will be able to identify some patterns in your thinking. When I go back and trace my life into the spaces where I was in a revolving door of cyclical trauma or stress or depression or the things that I was fighting or facing, I can see 
how my thought process in that season became a breeding ground for the negative spaces that I somehow felt like I couldn't get out of. What are the patterns of your thoughts? Because if you can identify your patterns, then you can plan for the pattern. If I know that every February, when it's around Valentine's Day, that my patterns of thoughts begin to change and I start to think about how much I desire a relationship because you see it everywhere. You could be very much content in your singleness, but here comes February and everywhere you go, you see hearts, you see Cupid, you see candies, you see life-size bears. I didn't even know they made teddy bears that big. Every time I see them in the store, my first question is, how are you going to fit this in your car? Who's going to deliver this? Like you have a seven foot bear trying to stick it in a Ford Focus. It's going to be interesting. So you got to think about what are the patterns? If there are seasons that I enter in, if I know that at a certain time, my thought process changes, then guess what? I need to safeguard that time. If I know that the later it gets, I start to get frustrated or irritable, or I start getting anxious in my thoughts because I'm overly consumed with the ideas of tomorrow then I need to safeguard that space that at a certain time that I put on this music or I put on this podcast or I am in bed by a certain time. When I am strategic about my thought patterns, then I am also strategic about when I allow myself to unconsciously think. I'll be very honest. We try to, my wife and I try to be very strategic about how we set up our rest at night because as thinkers, as visionaries, as leaders, one of the most critical times to protect is your sleep time, your rest. Because if you don't set up the rest, the thought pattern that I have nightly is to constantly revolve around ideas. What's next? Okay, what do I need to be working on? How can I get better? Okay, what do I need to be developing? Who do I need to connect with? Did I make sure I reached out to everyone that I needed to connect with today? How am I building the brand? How am I building the business? How am I marketing it? How am I strategically working on my health? How am I making sure that I am aligned spiritually with what God wants? How am I making sure that I am being the most effective husband, the most effective father that I could possibly be? How am I getting better every day? If I don't set up my thought, I know that my thought path patterns is one of those that when I rest and when I sleep, my mind tends to drift. And it's very hard for me to get to REM sleep. So since I know that that's my pattern, then some nights I'm making sure that I'm watching something that is creating a sense of peace. That even when we sleep, sometimes we're playing some music throughout the night just making sure that we are being aware of our thought patterns. Because when you start looking at your seasons, 
and start correlating to, okay, I can see how my thought pattern led me to this season. If I can adjust the pattern, then I can prevent the season. Mahatma Gandhi once said, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values and your values become your destiny. If I can adjust the pattern of my thoughts, then maybe I can adjust how long it takes for me to reach my destiny. So you got to think about your thought patterns. And then the last thing you have to think about is your thought position. Now your pattern and your posture is different from your position. Your thought posture has to deal with high and low. Your thought positioning has to deal with past and future. Do you constantly think about the quote unquote good old days, which if you're very honest, when you look back over your life, they probably weren't the good old days. You know, we have a tendency to look back with a sense of nostalgia and that nostalgic feeling causes us to be a little out of touch with reality. I hear people when they're talking about, oh, yeah, I remember when we used to go out every night and we used to have a ball and those were the good old days. And then you stop and think about how much money you spent in that season. Those turn into the not so good old days. <laughs> so you got to think about your thought position. Where am I thinking? Am I always looking back? Because I can't tap into future's frequency if 80% of my thoughts are behind me. When I get into the place where 100% of my thoughts are in front of me, oh, that's when I become dangerous. When I get to the place where every time I am thinking of something, it is future focused. When I think about my life, it's future focused. When I think about my family, it's future focused. When I'm thinking about my destiny, my dreams, my future, my business, it's future focused. Then that's when I can create a space where the future now is something that I look forward to. But if my thoughts about my future have to cycle through the lens of my past, then the ideas, the conviction, the drive, the determination to get to the future then becomes diluted and my perspective of the future is altered because I am looking through the lens of my past. And if I'm trying to look back before I look forward, it's literally like if you're in the dark and you all of a sudden turn on the light. This could be a room that you're comfortable in. This could be something that you're excited about. But when you walk into a room, say, for instance, if you're fumbling around in the dark and you're trying to find a light switch and someone is in your house and they are about to surprise you. You have a room full of guests and they're about to shout surprise and you've walked into your birthday party unaware. This is such an incredible moment. But when that light flickers and people yell surprise, the first emotion that you feel is not happiness, excitement, or joy. It is angst. It is fear. It is 
what is happening and it takes a moment to settle down into the emotion of the moment because I shocked my system by how I actually walked into this moment. And a lot of times we're shocking our system from being able to be fully present to pursue the future because I'm walking into this moment through the lens and the experience of my past. So what is your thought position? Am I thinking backwards or forwards? Am I thinking about the future or am I thinking about the past? Because if I'm constantly rehearsing the past, guess what? That's exactly where I am going to stay mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I am going to stay stagnant if my thoughts are behind me. I cannot grow thinking backwards. The only way that I grow is by having a consistent thought process, a consistent thought position of being future focused. That's how I tap into futures frequency. When I am thinking about the future and I am proactively preparing for my thought patterns and I am making sure that my thought posture is high and I am looking up and looking to what's coming next, I tap into the frequency of the future. And that's when I start to get excited. That's when I start to awaken. That's when I start to come alive because the future is calling me, because destiny is calling me, because purpose is calling me. And once I can hear the call and I can think about the possibilities that are up ahead of me and I can connect my present to that energy. And if I can connect my now to the next energy, then I can be in a space where I have a level of faith and excitement because I have an anticipation. I'm looking forward to something. I'm expecting more. But if you are living in a space where you don't expect anything and you have been in the spaces that I've been in where you feel like this is as good as it gets, then you instantly start to settle and your thought posture begins to lower. And then the patterns start to rehearse the fact that there is nothing better there's nothing greater and then your thought postures and positions start to align and you start to look low and back low and back and now every time you go to try to dream it has to cycle through the lens of low thinking and backwards thinking and you somehow hit these blocks these creative blocks and you can't create and you don't understand why and you don't understand why you can't get back to the space where you are excited about life it's because we have to adjust the posture of our thoughts we have to strategically set them high even though the situations that we may be in may be low we have to govern our thought patterns knowing that if I am consistently proactively preparing for the moments where I get weak where I am vulnerable in my thought process I can be strategic and set myself up for success. And then if I am also making sure that my thought position, that my thoughts are always ahead of me, if my thoughts are always future focused, then I'm tapping into futures frequency. And once I tap into that energy, I am unstoppable. I can run through walls. I can face anything in the present because I know that there is hope for the future. And when I have that futures frequency, I have hope. I have expectation when you tap into the future's frequency you have everything inside of you that you need to overcome and succeed when you tap into future's frequency that 
is when you are able to get the creative ideas. That's when you're open up to the creative genius. That's when you're opening up to the purpose and plans that God has for your life. That is when you are open to believe and to dream. It's time for you to dream again. It's time for you to tap into future's frequency. But the way that we do that is we have to rewire the way that we think. Every morning, set your thoughts high. How? By the things you say. Write out declarations. Write out affirmations about your future. And say them every morning. Set your thoughts high. I am successful. I am an overcomer. I will accomplish my dreams. Nothing is going to stop me from being successful today. I deserve success. I deserve happiness. I will live in my purpose and destiny. When you start rehearsing those thoughts, you start altering the posture of your thoughts. You give your thoughts direction by the things that you say. And then be strategic about your thought patterns. Be proactive. Know the things that you like and that you don't like. The things that you're vulnerable to and sensitive to in different seasons. And if there are times where you need to disconnect from people, because in this low season, I have the ability to be more vulnerable and susceptible to different things that will distract me from my purpose and my destiny, then you can actively prepare for that. And you've got to always be thinking forward. Life is lived forward. You have to always be thinking forward. And I know the past may not have looked great. I know there may have been things that you lost and things that you've experienced that were difficult. But there is a opportunity for you to accomplish everything that you desire to accomplish Everything that you believe in, everything that you desire, all of your hopes, all of your dreams, there is still hope. But you got to start thinking there so that your belief can connect to your thought process and then it will come out in your actions to be able to pursue everything that you were created to accomplish. It's time to tap into futures frequency. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create a better show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information. Until next time, keep rising, keep thriving. And remember that no matter what life throws your way, you have everything inside of you you need to overcome and succeed when life happens.